This is 5 in 10 from Skywatch TV for Wednesday, December 6th, 2023. I'm Derek Gilbert. Topic number five today, war in the Middle East. It is a real threat. And some officials inside the Department of Defense are upset or frustrated with the Biden administration's response to repeated attacks on uh, U.S. Navy vessels in the Red Sea. Officials particularly, this is according to a report in Politico, by the way, on Tuesday. Officials particularly worried about a weekend incident involving three shipping vessels, which lasted hours. It drew a response from the USS Kearney. Uh, These officials, speaking off the record, expressed concerns that the administration is downplaying the significant threat faced by U.S. sailors and shipping in the Red Sea and the Persian Gulf. Spokespeople for the Defense Department, top administration officials, including U.S. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan, say we cannot assess that the Kearney was the target of these attacks. But um, four other officials with knowledge of the discussions said in interviews that U.S. naval forces are clearly under threat in the Red Sea and Persian Gulf. A separate U.S. official argues the administration is downplaying the seriousness of the situation in the Red Sea to avoid escalating the conflict from Iran and Hamas focused on Gaza, but also, you know, Israel facing threats from Lebanon and Syria as well, as missiles and anti-tank missiles keep getting shot into uh, Israeli territory, uh, into a full-blown regional conflict that would draw Iran into it and uh, presumably other neighbors of Israel as well. Topic number four, the censorship industrial complex. We talk about this from time to time because despite lip service granted the First Amendment by uh, the deep state or representatives of the deep state in Washington, D.C. The fact is they are working behind the scenes to try to curtail our ability to exchange ideas freely. A for-profit censorship company called NewsGuard now selling its misinformation fingerprints technology to private companies to silence the speech of Americans. This technology, here's the thing, this technology was developed in partnership with the Department of Defense. The DOD gave NewsGuard a $750,000 grant, that's three quarters of a million U.S. taxpayer dollars, to NewsGuard to develop this technology. This gets around the First Amendment because the government's not doing it. We just gave the money to these guys, private company. They can do what they want. Clever. Well, the uh, NewsGuard came to the attention of the the public at large when uh, it claimed that uh, Elon Musk's social media company X was running ads next to, uh, well, offensive tweets that uh, relate to anti-Semitism, also users uh, spreading lies about the the Israel-Hamas war. Uh, Musk returned fire, calling NewsGuard a propaganda shop that uses uh, these reports to pressure companies to buy their fact-checking services. But this goes way beyond the spat between NewsGuard and Elon Musk. Again, federal records show the Department of Defense funded this technology to the tune of $750,000. So we paid for this technology to be developed, which NewsGuard has now rolled out at scale, marketing this censorship technology to other social media companies and advertisers to starve speech that is not in favor with the deep state. And because NewsGuard worked with the Department of Defense to test the effectiveness of this technology, you can bet that the government, the deep state, had some say in what kind of speech is considered mis, dis, or mal information. The bottom line here, our government used our money 
to fund and develop censorship technology designed to silence American speech. And the award to NewsGuard is just one example of this, by the way. According to uh, publicly available records, the government has awarded more than 500 contracts or grants related to so-called mis- or disinformation since 2020. Topic number three, super pigs. This might sound amusing, but it's actually, it's actually serious business. Destructive super pigs that are spreading across Canada are now beginning to invade the United States. This is threatening to add to the already billions of dollars in damage caused to the agriculture sector here in the U.S. by feral swine. Dr. Ryan Brook, who's lead of the University of Saskatchewan's Canadian Wild Pig Research Project, I mean, that's how serious it is. They've actually got a wild pig research project at a leading university in Canada, told Field and Stream magazine earlier this year that the United States has had a 400-plus year history with invasive wild pigs, but Canada didn't have any until the early 1980s. Why did this happen? Because they imported boar, wild boar, from Eurasia and cross-bred them on meat farms and hunting preserves with domestic pigs. This resulted in hardier and larger super pigs, not only bigger than typical wild boar, but uh, capable of uh, much larger and capable of surviving cold climates. Canadian winters have toughened up these pigs, which according to Dr. Brooke, will feed on anything. They gobble up tons of goslings and ducklings in the spring, and they can take down white-tailed deer, even adults. Deer-eating super pigs, which have spread like locusts across Canada's uh, prairie provinces. They now cover about 620,000 square miles of territory. According to the University of Saskatchewan, a male hybrid wild pig's territory can be as large as 116 square miles in the summer. These creatures usually weigh between 120 and 250 pounds, but they can get as big as 400 pounds, and they can run up to 30 miles per hour, faster than you. (laughs) According to uh, Dr. Brooke, originally it was like, wow, this is something we can hunt but it's become clear they're threatening white-tailed deer, elk, and especially waterfowl, not to mention the crop damage. So besides destroying crops and eating anything with a pulse, they are now spreading into the United States. They were spotted in January of this year within 10 miles of the border with North Dakota and no doubt have crossed over. They will soon become a problem in the northern tier of the U.S. here. Topic number two, parents' rights. A court in Wisconsin has ruled in favor of a parent's right to protect her daughter from socially transitioning at school. Waukesha County Circuit Court ruled that Kettle Moraine School District had uh, infringed on the right of Tammy Fournier to direct the care of her child after denying her request to use the girl's birth name and female pronouns. Now, there's a long backstory here regarding the... uh, daughter and her gender confusion, which in her parents' eyes uh, stems from an underlying mental health issue, and based on research that I've read, that is in all probability correct. But the bottom line here is when the daughter was set to go back to school this year, Ms. Fournier went to the school district and said, please use her birth name and female pronouns. The school said, quote, they'll welcome her back to school with whatever name and pronoun she chooses, regardless of what Ms. Fournier, Ms. Fournier believed was best for her 12-year-old daughter. Now, Ms. Fournier says, thankfully, I now have the law on my side. 
uh, Waukesha County Circuit Court ruled that the social transition of his child was a powerful psychotherapeutic intervention, which it is, uh, could also result in chemical and even physical cast, uh, sterility. Um, undisputedly a mental and health care issue. As such, the school district went against the parents' wishes on how to medically treat their child, a win in court for parents' rights. And that leads to uh, our first topic, which is coming up after the break, the Polarized Express, Disney riding the rails downward. As American parents say, we've had enough. Straight ahead on 5 and 10. And we want to make sure that you're aware of the largest giveaway of the year in the We Are Legion Grand Collection. When you order the We Are Legion Grand Collection from SkywatchTVStore.com, you'll receive We Are Legion for We Are Many, Dominions, Cosmo Craters, and Washington, D.C. Unmasking, the Ancient Riddle of the Hebrew Year 5785, and the Eminent Destiny of America by best-selling author Dr. Thomas Horne. Divided We Stand, the globalist scheme for a one-world government by Lieutenant Colonel Robert McGinnis and the Prince of the Power of the Air and the Last Days, Satanology, History, Prophecy, and Technology by Jeffrey W. Martis. But we're just getting started. This must-have collection also includes the breathtaking two-hour documentary, The Secret Destiny of America, on DVD, featuring Dr. Thomas Horn as he reveals who the god on America's Great Seal and U.S. $1 bill really is. Why 72 pentagrams in the Capitol Dome are used to control the ancient cosmo craters who rule the nations, the coming incarnation of Antichrist, and much, much more. But that's not all. With the holidays just around the corner, now's your chance to save big and receive solid bonus merchandise absolutely free. Because also included in the We Are Legion Grand Collection are any number of brand new, super quality, overstock gift books, DVDs, or audio sets to add to your library or to give away as gifts this coming holiday season. Sold separately, these items hold a retail value of nearly $150. Yours now for your donation of only $35 plus shipping and handling, so act quickly. You can scan the QR code on your screen using the camera app on your phone for instant access to this special opportunity. This is the largest giveaway of the year just in time for the holiday gift-giving season and is available only while supplies last, so don't delay. Visit us at skywatchtvstore.com or call 1-844-750-4985 and ask for the We Are Legion Grand Collection now. Item number one today, it's a woke world after all, and that's costing Disney a lot of money. Current value of its stock as of this recording is less than half of its high in 2021. Um, Last week, Tuesday, Disney's CEO Bob Iger sat down to talk with employees about his uh, rather rough first year back at the helm. He had retired and then they brought him back after uh, Disney's stock really hit the skids in 2022. Uh, What Iger didn't count on was um, among his challenges being millions of still angry American parents who are not happy that Disney chose to side against them in the uh, parental rights law that was being debated in Florida last year. This was the law that, uh, that woke America decided to call the Don't Say Gay bill, which is a very clever but deceptive misnaming of the bill. Nothing in the bill that said you can't say gay. It just basically said we're not going to teach this ideology to children below a certain age in school. And of course, being a cult, people responded 
in a very visceral way, uh, the woke mob, that is. Anyway, uh, Disney's management ran its brand into the ground trying to fight the state of Florida over that. And this year, the company's endured three major box office flops, Indiana Jones 5, The Dial of Destiny, The Marvels, and now the new animated film Wish. Altogether, the company stands to lose about three-quarters of a billion dollars on those three movies this year. In short, Disney has become the place where franchises go to die. The Marvel Cinematic Universe, Indiana Jones, Star Wars, now its partnership with the BBC appears ready to put the final nail in the coffin of the 60-year-old Doctor Who franchise, where the David Tennant Doctor has been brought back to try to bring back old fans who were driven off in the most recent iteration of the, uh, the, the series, only to be abused by the female characters as a male-presenting Time Lord. Anyway, even the live-action Snow White reboot, uh, which has replaced the Seven Dwarfs with Seven Magical Creatures, uh, has now been pushed back. It won't be released until March of 2025, even though filming was completed last July. Why? Well, <laughs> uh, didn't help that lead actress Rachel Zegler has basically dissed the plot as creepy and the prince charming, chasing after Snow White as a stalker. Uh, again, uh, and, and the animated film Wish now showing that Disney can't even do what made the brand famous, which is make good, quality, family-friendly animated feature films. Will Bob Iger reverse the polarity and restore Disney to the brand that America came to know and love? Probably not, because this is, after all, a cult, and ideology trumps profitability. Let's just pray that Americans keep voting with their dollars. Well, this week in Skywatch TV, we talk about the new book by Jeffrey Martis, The Prince of the Power of the Air. Is there something behind the idea that uh, dangerous wind storms might have a supernatural cause? We note that in the New Testament, Jesus identified the storm god, Baal, Baal, as Satan. Don't miss the program. Uh, on the panel this week, well, Dr. Tom Horn, the last series of programs featuring Tom Horn, Lieutenant Colonel Bob McGinnis, Sharon and I also honored to be uh, part of the panel along with Joe Horn and the Skywatch investigative team. Our broadcast schedule, if you watch over the air, is posted at skywatchtv.com channels. You can watch the show right now at skywatchtv.com, of course. The website has all of the video content right there. It's also available at our Roku and Apple TV channels, or you can watch it right now on YouTube, the new YouTube channel for the main program at Skywatch TV Now. Rumble.com slash Skywatch TV is all of the video content there. But best of all, get our new free mobile app. Actually, it's not new anymore, but it is still free and uh, brings you all of our video content right to your smartphone or tablet. And because it's our app, we will not be canceled. Yes, guarantees we will not be canceled from you and uh, also features a calendar of upcoming events, a Bible translation, news updates three times a week and more available for iOS, Android and Amazon Kindle Fire phones and tablets. And we have links to their app stores at the website, skywatchtv.com. Thank you for watching as we keep watch. I'm Derek Gilbert, and this is 5 in 10 from Skywatch TV.